three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter. Hope you guys are having a great week so far. I've got a review here for you for a a film that I believe premiered at South by Southwest back in 2019. uh, A film called uh, Yes, God, Yes, which is written and directed by Karen Maine. And it stars... Uh, Natalia Dyer, who of course you know as uh, Nancy from uh, from St- uh, from Stranger Things. So, first off, I'll be honest. This just happened to pop up. I got a, uh, a email from my film board that this film was coming uh, that this film's coming out for uh, rental, and I was like, you know, this looks interesting. And so, there's quite a bit to say about this, but. Also, in a rare thing, I'm going to try to go and stay away from too many spoilers on this movie, just because this is something I really want people to support. I believe I paid, I think, uh, I think $3.99 to rent this on Amazon, and I'll be honest, I'm going to be buying this uh, on Amazon. This is a movie that um, <laughs> is so wonderfully, beautifully cringeworthy. I can't even begin to express my genuine appreciation uh, for this film. So Natalia Dyer, she plays Alice, who I believe is 16 in the film. And the movie opens up <laughs> with uh, uh, describing um, the uh, basically the Webster's, Diction- uh, Webster's Dictionary definition of um, a salad versus a tossed salad. And that was... <laughs> that was quite wonderful. It also opens up with uh, the Bible verse Revelation twenty one eight, which uh, I believe I'm going from uh, King James here, but it says, "But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, uh, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur." Which is yeah, Revelation's fun, isn't it? But <laughs> but uh, but Alice is going to this. Uh, I, I believe they say it's a Catholic school. I want to say, but she's going to the school. She's sixteen. This takes place in the nineties too, because the computers that they have are very much those old school, you know, box type computers. And she also go when she also goes online. She gets the whole you've got mail. It's the whole dial-up modem which oh takes me back so just to tie this in to myself so i grew up in the 90s i still remember going on to uh nick.com and seeing the homepage showing the mystery files of shelby woo to completely date myself and so watching this movie also growing up in church i found this movie fascinating because whether whatever your stance on religion is, I personally have said on the podcast before, and I stand by it. I identify as a Christian. I still pray every day. I've um, I haven't gone to church in oh Lord, at least five, probably five six years, at least. But 
I personally still identify as a Christian. My my personal reasoning for not going to church anymore is pretty much this film, if I'm being honest. This, this movie really shows, and I think this is a movie everyone needs to see for this reason alone. It shows what it's like to be a teenage girl going through the church system. There's nothing wrong for religion. I've said that multiple times on here. If you're a first-time uh, listener, you picked the right review to, <laughs> to go ahead and listen to first. But this film really talks about the very destructive and really poisonous structure that churches can have. Um, I have been to some great churches that I've grown up in and I've learned from. I've been to some churches I went. I can't wait to get out of here. Plus the cookie selection is terrible. Um, Alice herself is going through what any teenage girl goes through. She's she's getting horny. She's experiencing her body. She's like, I don't know what the hell's going on. And that is really kind of the overall theme or message I would say for this film is that you really just kind of have to figure out stuff for yourself. And she has this great scene that I'll get to here in a bit that kind of really identifies that and puts a nice bow on it but um it shows Alice at a point early on in the film she logs onto her email and she's in the one of the old school AOL chat rooms and so she has a guy you know message her you know ASL which for you kids who don't remember the 90s um that's asking for like your age sex and location and so he even asked her oh do you want a cyber and she goes sure not knowing what the hell uh, <laughs> he's asking her to do and that is probably the part of the film that's gonna just make people go oh god oh god or yes god yes <laughs> uh the most is that there's so much cringe in this because alice is just naive to so much so many things sexually she just doesn't know what the hell she's doing as you know no teenager does but that's the point I think the movie's trying to make is that you won't learn or won't know until you ask questions. And one thing that this church in particular she's going to is really dissuading any sort of thought about sexual activity. Just even thinking about sex is being frowned upon. There's a point she's in her uh, morality class in school, which she, even saying that out loud horrifies me. But... There's a point where the teacher, at, uh, where one student's asked, oh, well, what if you're not having sex with someone, you're having sex with yourself? And the teacher flat out says that the only purpose to having sex is to repopulate the world, which hearing that might sound crazy to people now, but really in the 90s, and honestly, even today, if we're being honest, that's something that's pushed quite a bit, that that's the only reason to have sex. And it really made me sad because I remember uh, I, I've had friends of mine who've gotten out of the church for the reasons that this movie really goes ahead and pushes, that it makes... <sighs> I'm trying to watch my words somewhat carefully here, but whatever at this point. Churches have a very good way at making people feel bad. The whole going to hell thing is a very uh, strong deterrent, especially if you're a 15, 16 year old kid who doesn't know any better. And that is the part itself that's so 
terrifying and so damaging is that it essentially slut shames you for even thinking about sex and watching Alice go through this it's really heartbreaking because you just want to give her a hug because she's so incredibly overwhelmed she's horny but she's being told she can't masturbate which is which I still remember hearing that in church as a kid and going what uh, <laughs> like I can't even do like come on god th throw you know throw me a bone uh, <laughs> uh, but but the, the movie itself does such a good job of getting that feeling uh, across in the film because Alice just feels like her world's imploding. Um, so she ends up going to this camp with her best friend, uh, who I cannot remember what her best friend's. Oh, oh, uh, I actually can't remember what her best friend's name was. But she's one of those best friends that you have that you end up getting rid of once you go off to college because. Her friend in this really isn't a friend at all. Her friend is really quite a uh, quite a bitch and really never believes her. Always goes out of her way, it seems like, to ridicule her. And it's really quite sad, to, to, to be honest. But again, when you're a teenager, I think you're just kind of happy to have friends at certain points. So she's like, okay, I'll put up with this because she hasn't realized her own self-worth, which is a whole other thing that this movie goes, uh, that this movie goes on about. So, the big kind of cruck, uh, or, uh, storyline for the beginning of the movie is that Alice has been accused of tossing, uh, this guy's salad. Alice has no idea what that means, and that joke in particular runs throughout most of the film, which, <laughs> which this poor girl, the, her friend even says, I bet you did toss Wade salad, and Alice is like, I don't even know what that means, and it's, it's really, it's cute, but it's really sad. Her friend calls her out for rewinding uh, the scene in Titanic where uh, Rose and, uh, what's his name, Jack, uh, have sex, because she... Uh, her friend even accused her of saying, oh, I know, you know exactly the part where the hand goes up on the glass when they're in the car, and Alice is just like, I don't know what you're talking about, and just the fact she can't even express that little bit of sexuality. Um, her parents, if there's a complaint about the movie, the parents are really just here to be her parents. You don't really learn about, like, how long they've been married, or, like, like how they met or the parents are very much window dressing they're very much props in this but the film's not about them so it's 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 a complaint but it's not a big complaint um but the movie really picks up when alice goes to this camp because her uh the pastor running the camp first off he's very uncomfortable like he's a very awkward person um i i, I can't find his name here i don't think he's actually listed but um there's this point, uh, Father Murphy, pardon me. So there's a point where they hand out these sheets for everyone to go through. And it's a, I think they call it a feelings list. And it's basically says, oh, circle every feeling that you've had in like the last year. And Alice gets to turned on. So she had circled it at a point, but then went ahead and tried to erase it. And of course she has the only eraser that doesn't actually, that isn't a full eraser. And so... They, you know, they go ahead and they gather all these sheets up. Later on in the film, they're talking to each student one by one because Father Murphy discovers that someone, uh, that would be Alice, uh, went ahead and was having an uh, inappropriate conversation on the church computer, which 
I will be the first to admit, um, when Alice did that, I was like, girl, what are you doing? Like, don't, like, don't use a public computer to ask what a toss salad is. Like, come on, this is not, this is not your first day. But Alice, Alice in particular, I'm really happy they had a girl in this spot because while growing up in the church, and I can say for myself, um, that's probably part of the reason I waited till I was almost 26 to have sex because I was so shamed going to church and in terms of my sexuality, I think women, sorry, think I know that women are way more shamed about their sexuality. Um, I mean, if they weren't, we wouldn't need something like 50 shades of gray for women to actually go ahead and be able to be sexual, but that's a whole nother podcast. But, uh, but I appreciate that they had a woman in the spot because you get to see Alice really kind of get to that point where she realizes, oh, everyone's kind of screwed up. Um, as I mentioned, Father Murphy, there is this point where he is just really, really harping on her in a po- in a way that I actually felt found uncomfortable because he's talking to her about her sheet and goes, well, have you ever been turned on? Which, if you're asking that to a 16-year-old, that's just a really weird, like, if you're a dude and you're asking a 16-year-old girl, you should not be doing that. Like, there needs to be a female asking that. And he's really pressing her in a way that I went, you need to take the off-ramp right now. And without getting into spoilers, because again, I do want people to try and, uh, or for you guys to go and try to experience this for yourself. She really learns that everyone's kind of a hypocrite and that everyone's trying to have this holier than now in this very, um, in this very, uh, this very holy aspect and look to them they're trying to very much keep up appearances and that in particular was something that uh just a quick story here my first uh term paper i ever did in college i asked i believe it was three or four of my pastors about the church and how you know is there a systematic structure is there a political aspect of church are there certain families who are treated better because they tied more and I had one pastor who was leaving uh, to move back east, and he answered all these questions like, yes, there are certain families you don't speak ill of. There are certain families that are, you know, seated up front no matter what. There are certain families that do this. And it really made me go, oh, so church is just as hypocritical as everything else. What the hell? Um, to, to paraphrase uh, dogma, what Chris Rock says in it, you know, uh, I have no problem with religion. Uh, it's organized religion that I hate because it's just, you know, it's a shell game, kind of like everything else. Not every church is bad, but there are a lot more churches that run like this church in this film uh, than there should be. And the movie itself doesn't shy away from that. And that's something I really appreciate about the film. Um, so the last thing I would say, or one of the last things I'll say, there is a scene where Alice goes... Uh, kind of off the reservation, as it were. She ends up in this bar. And I don't want to spoil the scene, but that scene in particular made the movie for me. The scene, the movie's worth watching just for that alone. The movie's only 78 minutes. Like, it's a short film. And while I think you, it could have gotten to 90 minutes, I, I think you could have gotten a little more mileage out of this, I appreciate the writer and the director, uh, Karen Maine, understanding I can get my message across in a shorter amount of time and not stretch this out. It's like, it, it really hits you in the perfect,
perfect spot. And I think where this movie ends up and what it has to say throughout for 78 minutes works fine for me. Um, this just makes me appreciate Natalia Dyer more. Uh, she really is an incredible actress. I know we talk about Stranger Things and how great she is on there. But this is something if I ever meet her, uh, which would be awesome, or if I got the interviewer, this would be the first thing I'd bring up. Um, I really love this movie, and it it makes you just want to give Alice a hug because there are just these points where the adults are being really shitty to her, like really overstepping their bounds. And but again, when you're a teenager, you're you know really a kid, you go ahead and you expect these adults to be looking out for your best interests. You expect them to not be lying to you. And the way that these adults take advantage of that, whether they're aware of that, whether they're aware they're doing it or not, is really fascinating, quite upsetting to watch. And the movie doesn't shy away from that unfortunate reality, which I really appreciated. So I'm going to give this a solid A. I, I thought this is, this is well worth your time. If you grew up, um, in the church system, I would highly recommend that you watch this because this may challenge your views in a way that you don't like, but at the end of the day, I think it points to a very real truth, the fact that it's not a, it's not a bad thing to be a sexual person. It's not a bad thing to have these thoughts, but depending on who's telling you that, you might just feel like a, like a stunted adult at a certain point. And it, it really does a good job of putting that in the forefront. So I think people can learn from this. I think some people will inevitably blow this movie off because, oh, you're challenging church views. How dare you? But this is something, even if you grew up in church, you should watch and kind of take a step back and think about it. So yeah, enjoy the hell out of this. Well worth your time, solid A. But uh, guys, have you seen Yes, God, Yes? If you have, let me know what you thought in the comments below. If you haven't, go rent it. Like I said, I think it's like $3.99 to rent. But you can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at nearmanthefirst. And you can follow Colin on Twitter at TheRealO'Neal. Go ahead and like us on Facebook at TheRealPineapple. You can find us on Apple and Google Podcasts. Podbean, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Spotify, and uh, TuneIn at The Real Pineapple. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll have reviews up this week. Uh, this week for Central Park season one. Have a review up for The Umbrella Academy season one. We'll have a review up as well for The Last Dance, which is finally on Netflix. I watch it on ESPN, but want to go through and rewatch it. So. Got a lot of reviews coming your way, but thank you so much, everyone, for your support. Please stay safe out there, wear a mask, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Please take care.